Welcome first-time listeners and welcome back to those who tuned in before to Your Weekly Muse, a show dedicated to bringing a bit of goodness, positivity, and if we're lucky, inspiration to your life. I'm your host, Ora Williams, and I am so elated that you decided to drop in. As everybody knows, reading can serve as a fundamental factor in expanding our knowledge of past, present, theories, ideologies, and events. It also acts as a bridge to different worlds, alternate universes, and occurrences that could be. So, as I stated in the previous episode, this episode will be a discussion on our favorite books and novels and genres we hope to get into. So, Mira, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be back. Yes, it's so good to be back. So, I thought we'd start off by talking about some of our favorite genres. So, one of my favorites is definitely romance. I'm all about romance. Books and movies. Um... So I, I know I need to expand out of that, but mm-hmm. I really love a good romance book. Nice. Well, my favorite genre would probably have to be mystery okay. because I always like to be at the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. And I just like a bunch of twists and turns, you know? Yeah, having a second guess, yeah. guess again. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. books like that. So we compiled a list of our um, top three favorite books right now. You know, that could change in the future. But um, the first one on my list is called Children of Blood and Bone. This book is by... Tomi Ariyami, um, and it is basically, it's set in a country in Africa, and it's about this girl named Zili who um, is trying to bring magic back to her, her people because magic is banned in this world, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds kind of corny, but it's a really, really good read, and it it's the type of book to have you on the edge of your seat. Like, every chapter, you're like, I can't believe that just happened, or like, whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and um. The second, it's a series, so the second book came out a couple years ago, and I know the author was supposed to come out with the third book, um, I want to say in like 2020 or 2021, mm-hmm. but because of the pandemic, like, it didn't happen when it was supposed to, but it's a really good book, so y'all should definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you actually lent me the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, I've been meaning to read it. I mean, I got to page 10. It was pretty mm. good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but like from what I read it, it was yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but the first, <laughs> the first book on my list is called Bias by Dr. Jennifer Ebenhart. And this book is basically about how bias negatively impacts black people in almost all parts of society mm-hmm. and how bias is like heavily built into our system. Mm-hmm. So uh Ebenhart, she talks a lot about uh, the criminal justice system and mass incarceration and mm-hmm. how like fear and mental priming are one of the driving factors for bias for sure yeah. for sure and so she also talks about how colorblindness and ignoring race as a whole does more harm than good mm-hmm. because when people focus on not acknowledging like color and race then they could also be ignoring the discrimination that's going on right and so i feel like this book is very good a very good read for especially like what's happening today in the world with Mm -hmm. all the police brutality and so like this book kind of answers your questions as to like why these kind of things are happening Mm -hmm. and like the little things behind like microaggressions yeah like implicit bias yeah people have a bunch of implicit biases without knowing that they may be Mm -hmm. like biased and discriminating against people on accident for sure um i've definitely met people before 
who have said, oh, like, I don't see color. So they feel like, you know, they're not contributing to racism yeah. or to but that racial bias. Yeah, it's doing more harm than good. Because like you said, when you fail to acknowledge um, the discrimination that people go through because of being a person of color specifically, mm-hmm. um, you're just, you're contributing to the problem at hand. Yeah. It's not helping it. But, exactly. Um, yeah, that definitely sounds like a good read. Sounds very informative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the second book that's on my list is called A List of Cages. Um, I actually have it here with me. It's written by Robin Rowe, and I actually finished it like last week. And I haven't read a lot of books that have made me kind of sad. This book made me a little bit sad, but it was so good. And it's definitely worth the read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about this freshman in high school. His name is Julian, and... Um, he runs into his old foster brother, whose name is Adam, who's a senior in high school. And they basically kind of catch up. But the more that they learn about each other, the more Adam realizes that Julian, um, his home life isn't that good. And Julian's also being bullied in high school, too. So mm-hmm. he learns that his personal life isn't that great and that his home life is even worse. But the more he finds out, the more danger it puts both uh, he and Julian in. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the book, uh, it's a whole bunch of crazy stuff going down. And I remember, like, telling my mom about it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could finish. But, you okay. know, I had to finish. It was really good. So I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, that yeah. sounds like a really good read. I'll have to read it at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, okay. sure. So my second book on my list is called Limitless Minds by Dr. Joe Bowler. And I actually read this book in my honors class during college. Okay. And so this book is basically about how our brains are not fixed. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, I believe that the brains that we were born with were pretty much how we were going to perform mm-hmm. throughout our lives. Life, yeah. yeah. But Dr. Joe Bowler was there to prove me wrong. And so in her book, she talks heavily about neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity is basically our brain's ability to adapt. So really our brain is like developing at all times. So mm-hmm. like when we make mistakes, our brain is developing because after we make that mistake, we learn from it. And from that mistake, our brain is able to develop. Mm-hmm. And so this is a very good book for people who believe who believe that our brains are fixed and so this book can tell you that like you're able to like expand your thinking yeah expand your thinking and your knowledge and become like smarter you know Mm -hmm. and she also talked a lot about the idea of giftedness and how it's very harmful to our society as a whole Mm -hmm. because this label is being put on kids as young as the age of like yeah and they're separating these kids at such a young age and so this negatively impacts both them and the kids that aren't in these classes because they're not being challenged in the classrooms like how the gifted kids are Mm -hmm. and there was actually a study in the book uh that really caught my attention uh two colleagues went to a university to do interviews with professors in all different fields Mm -hmm. and like they were trying to see how uh, relevant the idea of giftedness was in those fields. And so the results showed that the fields that believe that giftedness was like very important, it was more male dominated mm. and they were usually white males. Mm-hmm. 
and the ones that didn't believe in giftedness were like feels such as like English and stuff and where more people of color were Mm -hmm. and so I that that really surprised me to see to see that (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah Mm -hmm. uh this is a great book, mm-hmm. and I really recommend it. It sounds very good, and honestly, I can kind of see where the author is coming from um, in a lot of cases. Well, first of all, to say, um, I think that expanding our knowledge or our brains just being able to um, constantly change and learn from our mistakes is very important for evolution and just for yeah. evolving in general, especially your thinking, but... Um, as far as people being gifted or quote unquote like not gifted, mm-hmm. I can understand where she's coming from because it's like if you're a little kid and somebody's telling you know your peer that oh they're gifted but yeah. you're not gonna be put in those classes because you're quote unquote average, mm-hmm. it's like you're gonna believe that until something exactly. in the future breaks that thinking. So mm-hmm. it's like if you believe that you're not gifted, how are you? gonna grow? And this was exactly how I felt in elementary school because as a kid, I. I was a smart kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I was making A's and B's. Well, mostly just A's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, my teachers saw this, and they were like, um, they they told my parents that I should take the test to see if I could get into the gifted classes. And so, or I took this test on three different occasions. Really? And I failed every single Dang. one of them. So I would sit there as a young black girl looking at the demographic of all who was in the classes and it was mostly the white kids. Yeah. So I was just like, mm-hmm. well, dang. But yeah, that really stuck with me mm-hmm. and like I'm still kinda still kinda, <laughs> <laughs> kinda mad about today. Yeah. But I've gotten over it thanks to this book and it's really taught me that getting this really isn't important in mm-hmm. this world. So. And it shouldn't be a determining factor it in really how shouldn't. well you do in life or just how successful you, you exactly. know, may or may not eventually be. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the third and final one that's on my list is called The Color of Law. And it is written by um, Richard Rothstein. And if I'm being honest, I haven't finished this book yet. But <laughs> okay, I'm like halfway through, but it's very, very informative. It's a nonfiction book. And it basically talks about um, how federal, state, and local governments have contributed to residential segregation in America and how policies like uh, racial zoning have basically severed um, previously mixed communities. And um, it it really tells why um, residential segregation is the way that it is now or why you see, um, depending on where you are in the country, you'll see... Um, suburban areas that have um a larger demographic of white people versus Mm -hmm. uh urban areas that may have a higher demographic of people of color specifically african americans so Mm -hmm. this book definitely breaks down all of that with um the numbers and policies and even how um courts like the supreme court have ruled on decisions that have impacted families to this day. Yeah. So, yeah, this book is very, very informative, and it's a really good read if you're, you know, looking into information like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, the last book on my list is called One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus, and this is a fictional mystery novel about 
four teenagers who watched their classmate die right in front of their eyes while they're in detention. Mm -hmm. And so from that point on, the police do an investigation and they believe that the four teenagers are the main suspects. Mm -hmm. And so throughout the whole book, you kind of learn more about each and every character, what their background is like. And there are many twists and turns to this book. Mm -hmm. It really kept me at the edge of my seat. I mean, it was kind of like predictable but (laughs) (laughs) but i was able to predict a bunch of things that were gonna happen and like i even told (laughs) but me or we both read this book i I told her before i finished the book everything that i thought would happen and was it right no it was right right? honestly okay so we read this book um in our friend kennedy's book club shout out to divine eyes but uh, we read this book like last summer, I want to yeah. say. And I'm honestly, I'm not good at like predicting what happens in books and movies, but yeah. you're very good at that. So she was telling me like what she thought was happening. I was like, Mira, I can't hear that. Because like, I know you're going to be <laughs> like, right I literally sent her a bunch of texts saying like the whole ending. I was her like, and, stuff. and yeah. as crazy as they sounded, you were right about most of them. So mm-hmm. this book, I, I will say it'll definitely keep you at the edge of your seat. And if you're somebody like me, who's not really good at like predicting what's going to happen, this yeah. book will definitely have you like second guessing yeah. your choices. And it had like your basic tropes, the nerd, the popular yeah. girl, the the job yeah, yeah the, the kind of weird boy. one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i had your your basic stuff but like it was still good i, know. I really enjoyed it mm, it's, and it's, it's interesting to see how the characters can kind of come together you know um regardless of those tropes or whatever yeah. um you know to find out who killed them yeah like <laughs> yeah. the ending it was so so like it's on the top of my list because like it was just like the ride, the the journey was mm, to get to the end, yeah, the, the destination. Yeah, you know? that that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I really enjoyed it though. Um, so some other books that I definitely recommend um are Eleanor and Park, Landlines, Attachments. These books are all written by Rainbow Rowell. I love her books. Um, she's a really good author. I also recommend um, and excuse my language, <laughs> a book called Bygone Badass Broads, and it's by Mackenzie Lee. And this book basically just talks about uh, 52 forgotten women who changed the world. So it goes through um, these 52 different women, where they came from, what time period they lived in, and how they did incredible things that really just changed the world that we live in. So that's definitely a good read. I recommend them all, but definitely this one. Nice. So the only book that I really recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And... If you're a unorganized person, if you feel like your life is pretty unorganized right now, this will be the perfect book for you. Because Atomic Habits basically gives you a guide to breaking bad habits and just becoming a more productive person as a whole. Okay. And at the time of reading this, like my life was like very, <laughs> very unorganized mm-hmm. and I just didn't know what to do at the time. So I would usually listen to this book. I I I use the Audible. And I would listen to this book usually on the way to soccer, soccer games. And it was just really nice. It really helped me fix some of the habits that I was doing. Mm. And yeah. That sounds really, really good. Like I might need that book too. Yeah. <laughs> I could be a little more organized if I'm being honest. Mm. But um, I, in the future, I hope to get into more nonfiction books because a lot of the books that I do read are um, 
are fictional. Yeah. But I hope to get into a lot more nonfiction books for nice. sure. Nice. Well, I think I would try to get into more. I guess romance books. I mean, <laughs> I'll like, put you on. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a very sappy person, so mm-hmm. I don't really like like romance. Romance. I, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, like, if if I'm given a good romantic book, I might actually like it. And it can depend on how the author tells a story too. Yeah. Not all romance books and not all books like, in general are the same i know yeah it, it can just be really corny to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i definitely have some good ones i can recommend one book that i did forget to mention um shout out to my brother for getting it for me but this book is called the black woman's hair bible everything you have always wanted to know about your hair but didn't know who to ask so this book i haven't read it yet because i just got it for christmas but i'm so excited to read it because it talks about um ways to maintain your hair um the transitional stage if you have had like a relaxer um it talks about dyeing your hair and um good habits for taking care of your hair bad habits when you're trying to take care of your hair everything that you really need to know about having natural hair as a black woman it's going to tell you that wow so yeah i need that i know yeah i think he got it off of amazon um i'm pretty sure he did so, yes, this is definitely going to be a good read, and I'm excited for that. Nice, for nice. Sure. But thank you so much, Mira, for being on the show today. No problem. Great conversation, no. yeah. My life speeding work, as life in general tends to do, bringing you, dear listeners, info and inspo can be challenging. But have no fear, because your weekly news will be coming to you bi-weekly starting today. So tune in in two weeks where we'll do a recap of our first semester in college and discuss whether or not it went as expected. Also, don't forget to follow Your Weekly Muse on Instagram at Your Weekly Muse, no spaces in all lowercase letters. As always, y'all stay safe, be blessed, wear your mask, and surround yourself with good people and positive energy.